0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Truth Podcast.
1: Good evening, beautiful people. It's another Friday. It's the Truth Podcast Day. Welcome officially to another episode of the Truth Podcast. As you already know, my name is Christiana Acha. Interestingly, today we have a full house. I'm here with my co-host and a special guest. Hello guys, and I'm Blessing Warren, and it's good to have you
0: all on the show this evening. Today is a special day. It is June 12th and it's Democracy Day. I'm sure all the Yoruba people why <laughs>
1: why are you so particular about your baby
0: don't worry we'll get back to that okay. and all nigerians at large are so happy that mk biola oh. is getting credit he's like the father of democracy yeah he fought for it but it was kind of like robbed from him like over two decades now but finally we're getting what is due or he's getting what is due or his memory is sort of getting what is due to him so it's just amazing so i'm wishing everybody out there all our listeners a happy democracy day
1: yeah all right last week we talked about child abuse in relation to child rights law we had two guests um, legal personnel that actually came on the show and did justice to the topic um this week also promises to be the bomb so yeah. don't go nowhere okay
0: so this week we're looking at tribalism and racism the two sides of the same coin is it really the same coin yeah I'm sure at, the end to, of, at the end yeah, of the day
1: we'll actually we'll know, know
0: if it's it actually, actually is. intertwined or yeah. they're all separate but that's what we're looking at this evening.
1: All right, like we already know racism and tribalism are not necessarily novel words. I mean, racism has always existed long before now, you know. We all know about slave trade and discrimination has always existed. But after the killing of George Floyd, it came to the fore again. These issues, this topic were brought to the fore again and we saw a lot of reaction from Nigerians, you know. Nigerians were part of those that were shouting, you know, <laughs> racism, racism. This also, this now brought the question of: we on this side of the world, are we? Guiltless? Are we dealt with? Yeah. Are we guiltless? Do we have the right to stand and say racism has to be smashed out? Aren't we part of the problem? So, so we decided we felt it was necessary to talk about this issue tribalism racism what's different are they the same thing are we all guilty and how can we come together to fix the problem
0: yep that's well said if like coming back home right so to take us into this topic because there's so much to reflect on there's so much to actually dig into and get a clear perspective we have our guests okay, okay. so good to have you on the show this evening thank you very much i'm glad to be here Thank you. So um, she's an internationally trained journalist. She's the editor of Upside Nigeria, the constructive news website mirroring the positive angle of the Nigerian society. She is notable for writing an an investigative story which led to the removal of a former minister of State for Education. Currently, she's the deputy director of Reino International School. And she studied English and literary studies in National State University and proceeded to Cardiff University in the UK where she ob- obtained a master's degree in international journalism.
1: Wow, that huh. is a massive portfolio.
0: Honestly, Talk I just kept stopping my word, like, now. really, like, <laughs> thank blown back. You. Thank
1: you, <laughs> yeah,
0: so interestingly enough, you studied in the UK, right? Yes. You did your master's there. Yes, um, I right did. International
2: journalism. How yes. was your experience? Um, experience, uh, it was okay. Um, so, uh, my experience in the UK was
1: okay, but I don't, I don't know if it's large, it's, it's a lot. How was your experience in the UK as an African student studying in the UK? What was your experience? Like, is racism really what they are making it out to be? Some of us have not been there, so we don't really know firsthand what it is. So, just give us your experience. How was it for you? Oh, beautiful, you Yeah. Know, most times, um, a lot of people ask me this
2: kind of questions a lot of time. Well, my experience in Cardiff, um, it's beautiful in a way, but the racist part is very, it's not so interesting. I remember a time when, uh, first off, if you were studying abroad as a Nigerian Mm -hmm. or as an African, um, anybody that sees you, they tend to ask you questions like, oh, are you on scholarship?
0: Oh, really? And I fa- yeah, yeah. yeah. And I can't afford it. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I found that question very offensive. So I found myself always, you know, defending myself that, oh, I'm not on scholarship, guys. I was, my I, fees. Like, yeah. My but fees. You paid. Was- I paid, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're paying half as a European student. Yeah. And I have to pay double of what you're paying. And you're asking me if I'm on scholarship. So I found that very offensive. That was one of it. Secondly, I had um, um, I think um, one time like I went to school and you know I was studying an international course. So um, one of my teachers, who is also my she's my favorite right now, uh, Mrs. Verica Rupa, you know, she came into the class and as an international course, most of the time them come in and talk about different countries. So she came in on that day and she started talking about Nigeria. And I was glad, oh, finally we have to talk about Nigeria. The first thing I saw, and then I saw something on, you know, uh, she brought out, you know, on the screen. And it mm-hmm. started playing. The first thing I saw was a child digging hands into <laughs> into a bean. Are you serious? I knew. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, would no, no, be something no, so... <laughs> With awkward. an entire family, they were picking and then eating oh and God. seeing how difficult things are in mm-hmm. Nigeria, and then from there they proceeded to a swampy area where they had to dig their hands into there to get containers, and then were probably refine things, sell, eat. You know, the intentional trash? to
0: depict. That yeah, one. actually if you want or, to check, were the yeah.
2: lessons to be learned? Yeah, so uh, Why would they depict uh, for that For me, aspect? I found that very, very terrible. Because that's the first time you're talking about Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. This is I'm a Nigerian. Yeah, I'm in Nigerian and then you're telling me, you're you are, you are telling other international students that this is what Nigeria is about. So um, I think the title, if you want to check it up on YouTube, is called um, Welcome to Lagos, done by a documentary. I think I'm 40 minutes long. It's very interesting. We should go and and, and okay. check it out. Yeah, I'd love so, to. Check yeah. It. And then I uh, I stood up in anger. I was already crying and furious because I was I was I was I was tired. Really? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, thought the real Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know when I stood up, but I did, and I said, "Excuse me, that's not my country." Really, you that's, actually? Can so imagine that part the effects? So, oh yeah. The effect that's it has like, oh, on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's something everybody in my class. Remember me for that. that when, they, when they hear my name, oh, Precious, the, the, the first thing that comes to mind, oh, is it that girl that talked about Nigeria, the passionate Nigerian girl? Mm. So there was, and I think um, I left a mark in mm. my class mm. and I made them understand. And after that, some of them actually came back to me and said, Ah, Precious, what can, where can we find um, something to look up to, something to read about Nigeria? Content, yes. On. Mm.
0: Yes. So you sort of uh, made, give them a reason to yes. think yes. about Nigeria and in a
2: actually, way. find out more. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, and that was what even defined the coming of my website Upside Nigeria. Oh, wow. So I actually discuss only positive angle of Nigeria so that people can actually see and learn. And even if you are abroad, if they even on um, I mean on the screen, BBC, mm. CNN, what you see about Nigeria, uh, uh, people picking skeleton and yeah, all. Yeah. So uh, westerners have very negative picture about nigeria so that's my own area of racism it wasn't um, it's it's more of an africa superior i mean a european superiority over african and i found that extremely
1: offensive yeah. Yes. You know why, this, why your experience is very important? Yeah. Because we, f- for some of us watching, you look at the reaction of the blacks and the mm-hmm. way they are like, it's like they are going to extreme lengths to protest this time. And some of us are thinking, you guys are, you're, you're going overboard. Yeah. Like looting, you are, this looting, is too looting, much. Yes. But given your experience now, I can imagine for those that have been living there all their lives, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. what they've been going through. Yeah. And so the the reaction is expected. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think your experience has really, really, Us
0: more insight, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was so interesting, Mm -hmm. you know. And thank God that you left the mark back there in the UK, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Honestly, you (laughs) you stood up for what you believe in. So, um, now I'm bringing back to Nigeria Mm -hmm. because now we're all hailing George Floyd, he has made a mark, you know. Racism, Mm -hmm. although it's not going to change overnight, but Mm -hmm. at least he has made a mark. Mm Bringing back on what we experience here in Nigeria or in most African countries is tribalism. You know, various ethnic groups discriminating one another. What's your take on tribalism?
2: That's a fine one. Um, My take on tribalism, I would say um, in Europe or in Western country, we have what's called racism, and in Nigeria or in Africa at large, Mm -hmm. we have um, tribalism. Now, the problem in Nigeria, as far as I'm concerned, is having three major tribes. So you have over 450, yeah. you know, different languages, ethnic, groups, ethnic yeah. groups, yeah. And then you're saying there are three major, in fact, calling three major languages already, already shows, yeah, discrimination Yes, sort of. it's already a problem. And then you have a situation whereby you want to get a job, and then a list, okay, let me give you a clear example. When I was in school, in university in Nigeria, mm-hmm. I remember, um, I, I schooled in Nassaraste University, I mentioned, mentioned that already. Mm-hmm. So um, when my name came out on the list, my name wouldn't have made it to the list if not that it had a a kind of house twist to it. Really? I'm sorry, yes. Mm-hmm. So they spelled my name like Chinanye. And then the, the the surname was almost like I can't I can't even pronounce, but it was almost like a you know a a northern name. Yeah. And then I couldn't rec. I was at home for one month, not knowing that that was that my was name amazing. on the list. Yes, amazing. You know, it was just God's favor that made me you know realize some of my friends had to. And so then the on that year. list you had Abdullahi, Abdullahi, Abdullah, Mohammed, Moham. So and it's it's on. Um, it. We shouldn't be going through this as a nation. I think it's something that, it, you know, it's it's. It's a national problem and the earlier we get to read and nip it at the board, the better for us. That is it. And that situation is over, you see something like um, a job, like to be meant for even normal person-to-person interaction. Mm-hmm. You would rather, you would be more comfortable. Giving it. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah giving, thank you. You, you know, now. yeah. And then you are discussing, you rather to go closer to an Igbo person if you're an Igbo or go closer to a house. In fact, there is a very straight, Mark between tribes in Nigeria. I don't know why it's like that, and um, it's, it's quite unfortunate. It's quite, quite, very, very unfortunate. And uh, you know, today we are discussing a democracy day, yes. And um, I think uh, that was actually, actually what, yeah, it can actually be linked to a view like, mm, you know? It yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Back yes, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. yeah. And it's so. Amazing the way the hate is there and it's unconscious, it's silent. It's not like it's really hate, but it's just this favorite yes, favor those people that yes, one yes, yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were talking about today?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today is um uh, you know we are marking Abiola's um you know a uh of democracy. Mm-hmm. But like I always ask my friends around me, is is Nigeria really a democratic nation? Mm-hmm. Did the uh, Abiola's death did it span anything? Was it fruitful? Mm-hmm. Was it a change? It, like yes, the course, yes. Yeah. Was it fruitful? Because as far as I'm concerned, he was marginalised. You know, we all know that Abiola was supposed to be the first democratic president we have in Nigeria, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, his life was cut short. Mm-hmm. And one thing we are celebrating today is the fact that he fought for that. A lot of people would give up. Oh, it's not my business, you know. But he fought for that and he died. So my problem now, what, what, what I want Nigerians to think about today is, did he die for nothing? Are we? It's Nigeria really democratic right now? Are we? Are we? Are we in a democratic nation, or mm-hmm. we are back again to slavery? Mm-hmm. I'm you, yes. Mental slavery yes. right yes. now. Yeah. So not like to, physical. Yes. Now. That's, that's a topic we have to take food um.
1: for thought. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, it is. Yes, yes. 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 yes.
2: Thank you so okay,
1: much. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Looking at um, tribalism, yeah. there's a perspective I want to come from. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I'm tempted to think that because we are different. Mm-hmm. We have different cultures, we have different values, different beliefs. Some of us grew up maybe in the north, some other people in the south. Can we really, how can we draw the line between tribalism and differences in our way of life? You understand? Like, if I meet someone who maybe eats a kind of food that I can't eat, and I react a certain way, people would say I'm tribalistic. So what? how do you draw the line, really? Can we excuse tribalism on the grounds of differences? Is it really a matter of discrimination as against a matter of I don't really understand your way of life? For example, let's say a lady, an Igbo lady wants to marry an Al-Saman and your parents are like, no, you can't. It's not really a matter of discrimination. Is it really a matter of discrimination or, or more of a matter of We can't blend, we can't live together, we have different cultures, we have different values. Can you two live together given your differences? So sometimes, I don't know, can we look at it from that perspective? What's your take on that?
2: Okay, so your question is uh, the relationship. How do you actually differentiate between um, tribalism and the fact that you cannot cope with a certain um, tradition, you know? Okay. Now let me state this: that tribalism is the, in my own understanding, or the simplest way I can put it, is feeling when a tribe feels superior to the other, and as a result of that, there's kind of marginalisation. You prefer your own tribe. You know, when when you call someone someone that when, when you can say somebody is tribalistic. If that person is always on about, oh, I'm evil, evil people are the best, they have the best men, they have the best food, they have the best tribal when someone is tribalistic. Mm -hmm. However, on the other end, when you're talking about marriage, right? When you're talking about marriage, I certainly, I don't know, it could be tribalism, but from my, from, I don't, I don't, I feel that cultural difference can be there. And if you feel you cannot cope with a certain um, culture, that's fine. Then you marry somebody that you can cope with. Marriage is another different game entirely. Like I for one, I believed, I love every other tribe, but I know for a fact that I am not so good with um, learning different languages. Some people are very good, they have ears for languages. Mm -hmm. And as a journalist, I wouldn't be comfortable if my husband is speaking uh, probably Yoruba or Hausa to his mom and I don't understand what they are saying. So for me it was, a, it was a priority to marry an evil man because for my own sanity it wasn't all about oh I don't like like this tribe because they are this or they are that. So you have to clear, draw a clear line between that. The purpose or the intent is very very important. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what I wanted want. to
0: say. The intent is very important. Yes, so there's yes, absolutely yes. nothing wrong. With marrying from another tribe or not marrying yeah, from yeah, another yeah, tribe yeah. but what's your reason are you yeah. saying because you're they're better than you or you're better than them I mean yes, so yes, your intent yes, is yes. very very key and that's what yeah. brings about tribalism yeah. it's beautiful to have various ethnic groups yeah. I believe God loves it yeah. it's good to be Hausa, it's good to be from Edo State, it's mm-hmm. good to be from very. it's beautiful it makes the world color- colorful mm-hmm. but when you begin to marginalize like you said yeah. that's where tribalism, tribalism comes from, from and it's unhealthy
1: that's, that's basically it, yeah. That's, that's fine. Um, that's very that's so, really insightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So do you
0: feel that people can... How do we bridge this gap? We talked about racism, we talked about tribalism, these things have been going on for so many years. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there are things that we can do to curb tribalism and racism? Do you think that the voice that George Floyd has, people are giving to this action, will bring about some sort of rev- revolution or change? What, what are the things you feel that can be done to change people's mindsets on tribalism and racism?
2: Um, so, so I have a different view about this. You know, um, since twenty fifth of May, um, after George Floyd was um, uh, cold bloodedly um, assassinated by a, 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 a uniform man um, in the states, there have been a lot of you know. Protests. got the protests going on everywhere, even Africans are even protesting <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Every other person has forgotten about their own problem or country problem. And everybody, everybody now is on about George Floyd and all. Now, I would have thought that, I'm coming from the American perspective, I would have thought that after, um, uh, what's his name, uh, 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 President Obama was installed as the 44th uh, President of America, racism would have stopped, but it didn't. So I don't think it is possible to map it out. However, it is possible to continue, when you continue to uh, probably um, give orientation, talk about how bad it is, and then educate children on the importance of togetherness. So I can extend this now to tribalism in Nigeria. The same thing should be done. Everything should be done outside tribe. Forget about the tribe. Tribe is just a language, it doesn't define people. Unfortunately, we do not have a unified language in Nigeria, and probably that's one of the problems we're having. Mm-hmm. Supposing we have a unified language, like Mandarin in the in the, uh, in China, China. Mm-hmm. it would have been uh, this problem of racism wouldn't be there because everybody would be united by one language. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. However, since we have that, the only thing we can do is the government should keep. You know, even um, stakeholders, uh, uh, NGOs. You keep talking about the 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 the, the, the problems of um, uh, of this what it can cause, and you know, educating Nigeria and the masses uh, at large on the importance of you know, or, or the dangers of tribalism, and probably we we'll go from there. And you know, over the years with time, it goes down, and also even at the government stake. Um, you know, government I people will look up to, kind of. So day two, they have to be very, very sure. I mean, they have to um, uh, preach by leading. You lead by example. Mm -hmm. We cannot have a ministerial list with, because the president is from a certain place, then half of the people from ministerial list is going to be so, so and so. No. So we have to start from there. And there should be free, you know. It should just be, I, I I would love in Nigeria of, uh, uh, what's the word again in Nigeria where people get what they deserve? You know, it's no longer in Nigeria of tribe or I know you, you know, you have to know you, I know you, I know you, I know you. you are evil, you have done something for me before. No, well,
0: you're not we should, qualified, yeah,
2: yeah, that's the problem yes. oh, yeah. yes. so we want a Nigeria where people get what they deserve mm-hmm. hard work pays from your hard work so, oh my god this person's CV oh well, let me look at that but right now can you imagine I'm sorry for digressing a little it's like a well, whole topic mm-hmm. in Yeah. itself yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to digress a little do you know I don't know if you can think about this students that we're in class most of us must have busted our head you know I used to be I was an A student in class and all of that but we discover that those DE, those students that we are not serious, they are the one in the National Assembly. Honestly, yeah. They are so, the one in different places. So, this tells us what this, done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Segregation of tribes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it is, is very, I would love a country that there is a you know, lot of fairness. Promotes, yes, but you know, when, when, when you stand, when the Minister of Education stands, you say, yes, this man is supposed to be the Minister of Education because he, he deserves that position. So that was where I would go. You know, and it will not be you. I won't, I won't be chosen to this position because I'm a Yoruba. Mm. I won't be chosen to do certain things because I'm an Igbo girl or no. And then minority too should step up. It shouldn't be, oh, this is mine. I don't like that word. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they
0: are mentally, enslaved. Yeah, like this thing has a way knows. of affecting your psyche, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So, they have been suppressed
0: for so long that they now believe that, that that's yeah, is where they they're supposed yeah, to yeah, be. So, yeah. they are sort of make any attempts yes. to, yeah. to come out. So, so we have to, like
2: I said, too. it has to start from the top to the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, when Nigeria, uh, the Nigerian government sees tribalism as a major threat to national stability, that's when we begin to solve the problem. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Thank you so
0: much. That, you that, that, that's mm-hmm. so yes. detailed. Yes,
2: it is. Yeah. And
0: you mentioned children. Do you know, yeah. a lot of celebrities are beginning to talk to children about white privileges, mm. you know, because it starts from that generation. Oh, yeah. You have to start oh, yeah. from somewhere. So yeah. talking to kids, the next generation, educating them probably to be united. You know, we keep thinking, yeah national and, um, and stuff, for practicalizing it and making it really what it is. Yeah, really I'm afraid. and, and even at the
1: home front, parents have a responsibility as well to educate their children yeah. about the need to be able to cope and blend with people from other tribes. You know, we're yes. all one, irrespective of our differences. Yes. I think that's super important as well.
0: Well, that has been amazing. I faced—I didn't even tell you guys—I faced um, some form of racism too. You know, it was really, really scary. Really, really scary. I don't know whether I should call it racism or xenophobia because I was in really? South Africa there Yes. So cool. And then there was this—a um, place was raided. You know, I was pretty, very, pretty, pretty young then. And there was this Indian South African, mm-hmm. okay? And so, because we're all foreigners, they didn't know whose paper was right and whose paper wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, they just took the guy to take the police, just took everyone, like all of us, and said, let's just go. I don't know where they're taking me to. I just, it's funny that I now knew that okay, it was to the immigration place to check whether our papers were good and stuff. But then I was alone with this Indian guy, and he had his gun. You know what he told me? He said, I would have shot you. I would, I, mean, oh said, mm. yeah. daylight, I would have shot you because you're Nigerian. Mm. Oh like, was, yeah, like, you yeah. you like, said, if not that it was broad daylight. Yeah, if not that it was broad daylight, I would have shot you oh my God. because you're Nigerian. And I was here, I was tiny, maybe like, I was small.
1: You understand? I'm telling
0: you, and it's like, I would have, if not that it was broad daylight, I would have shot you because you're Nigerian. Now this is in the form. this is That's another form. I know we're not talking yeah. about that yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, well, you but it was really, lying. really scary. Like really, I'm a very open-minded person. Yeah. Whether you're Hausa, whether you're Yoruba, whether you're white, black-colored yeah. Indian, I don't actually mind. I just realized back then in school, foreigners had this sort of click mm. because we saw that, okay, we could blend more because the Zulu people were always together and all that for me, they acting thing. But I'm always open-minded, you know? But that was really, really a scary experience. But let's be open-minded, honestly. Like um, Chinoye said, yeah. Marrying somebody because you feel you would in sync more with the person based on your tribe, you know, and culture is not a problem. But let's take away every form of marginalization, every form of discrimination. Let's try, let's let's relearn. Some of these things were embedded in most people unconsciously. But you can consciously over time try to get it out. I think it will be hard though, but...
1: i I also want to just chip in something Mm. you know there's this thing we say it begins with you even the supposed discriminated party has a part to play or they have a party place. Somebody was talking about how blacks are the ones who refer to themselves as niggas or somebody mm-hmm. calls you nigger, you're offended. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's actually a, a collective responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how, but we are all responsible for eliminating racism, whether you are black or you are white. Because there are instances, just like you said, now that person is probably black. He's an Indian South African. He's it's, South okay, African, but he's
0: Indian. It he wasn't all, all white police people mm-hmm. But yes, I still get what you're saying. It mm-hmm.
1: doesn't, it, it, I it doesn't matter, it doesn't yes. Matter. Whatever yeah. side of the divide you're on, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. had a slave Definitely. trade, I
0: was telling you. You, know, yeah. mm-hmm. you said that it was the Africans that was, they were selling uh, exactly. their fellow Africans, yeah, there was yeah. tribalism. Yeah. From way, like from long ago, before racism even started, they took all our black people there, yeah. and then race So there was tribalism already going on years ago, so it started yeah, I think. us. Can I, mean. can
2: I just add yeah. that um, even the religious leaders have a very vital role to play. Um, I think in churches, a lot of people in Nigeria, for example, we believe so much in our pastors. So if uh, pastors can help as well, even um, if as the uh, government is helping, the religious leaders are helping and saying, uh, put an end to tribalism. Even I believe that it is also important that just like uh, Western world, they are making a lot of effort, like in America and Europe at large, they are making a lot of efforts to um, on this racism thing. And that's why most of the movies you see, you see that there are different con. I mean, they add a lot of continent, they add um, someone from Asia, Hispanic, yeah, and all that. To yes, they yes. 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 of Yeah, that's what they Beautiful. Are. So that's that is. A, a kind of, um the uh, uh, they do that intentionally, it is an intentional effort, so Nigeria too has to be intentional about uh-huh. this, don't have a group of people, set up a committee with only Igbos in it, mm-hmm. no, don't set up a committee with only houses in it, that's wrong, don't set up, don't bring, you know, each, yeah, me. yes, so encourage, just like you said, encourage your children to have different friends, you not be, oh, no, go and meet that Igbo woman, you must buy a kara from that Igbo Why woman. Yes. <laughs> don't branch, don't branch. And as a matter of I fact, another promote. yes, yeah, sorry, another way to promote is this, actually this inter tribal marriage that we are running away from. Mm. You can promote, you know, when a child is from an, you know, it's it's from a, 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 a divide, way. yeah, mixed marriage, you discover yeah. that the child you cannot be talking about tribalism where that child is. Mm. Because she has she's from different places. Mm. She she could be half Igbo, half yeah. Yoruba. Yeah. You yes. understand? So okay. it's hard a way
1: of integrating,
0: you know, us better. You 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 are listening to the truth podcast.
1: So don't forget to follow us on our various social media handles. It's an Our Flyer. Connect with us. If you have questions, drop them. If you have contributions, we'll be happy to hear from you. So I have one last question. Um, I feel like we are all guilty in some way. I've seen blacks discriminate blacks. Mm-hmm. I've seen blacks discriminate whites. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have groups where it's like only black people, that's like enhancing the problem. Mm-hmm. How can we tackle this? Looking at it from this perspective, where even those that are shouting are not guilt, are not free mm-hmm. of guilt. How do we tackle it from that perspective?
2: Okay, that's a good one. Um, I know we have mentioned religious the roles of religious leaders, the role of the government, mm-hmm. but to be honest, is there any one of you seated in this round table that is not guilty or has never been tried by this thing in one way or the other? Anybody? We must. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> all yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, hands <laughs> <up in laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So we, we we must. I'm sure one of you uh, I'm sure maybe you don't like a Yoruba Yoruba people, their attitude or you don't have like Ibira people and all of that. Mm, yeah, of yeah. <laughs> yeah Yes, but the truth is we need to give each other a chance. The fact is that we are all human beings, mm-hmm. and that is basic, we are all human beings. We, treat each other. we have to treat each other like humans also. Forget about the tribe, it's just a salt inside a meal. Mm-hmm. The tribal thing is just a salt inside the meal. So we have to learn how to treat each other as humans, or give people a chance, basically. For example, um, one Yoruba person has offended you, doesn't mean that all Yorubas will offend you. True talk, yeah. If you or yeah. probably, <laughs> <our mind>. yes. <laughs> yeah, so you or be because to or, or because an Igbo person robbed you of yeah. money or took your money and ran away, yeah. then you now say, Oh my god, all evil people are cheats. No That's business. wrong, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think That's we should so. all have open mind, yeah. be open to people, learn from. In fact, my my favorite friend as of now is not Ibo, and I know what I have learned from her all this while. Mm. You know, just be open. And my best friend those days in school was from Wayigala, you know. So I think we should be open to different tribes and you see what you will learn. And one of the ways to do this is oh, just meet your friends and say, Oh, how do you greet in Calabar? Mm. How so do you, you, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, learn one of one true. of you know one one each, you know, it it helps promote you know national integration, like I said and um, it gives each and every one of us a sense of you know belonging and togetherness yes so yeah that's
0: it that's wow that's well said (laughs) from chinoye ike okeke she's still in the house as we said before she's an internationally trained journalist and she's the editor of upside nigeria which is a constructive news website mirroring the positive angle of the nigerian society i said positive and yeah. that's what we're here to look at positive <laughs> be positive regardless of the tribe you're from you yeah. yeah being ready to blend you know and be together so good to have you on the show this Oh, evening. thanks it's for having awesome. me awesome pleasure honestly with your Thank wealth you of knowledge, learned so much, we've learned so you, much.
1: You. you guys have heard it's the key word love everyone it doesn't matter where they are from And at the end of the day, we hope that love reigns and peace rules. So,
0: yep, happy democracy to you guys out there. Be willing to unlearn and learn. So, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Truth Podcast.